Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 9th, and we are live for Closet Conversations with Cody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking just a minute to watch this video, whether you're, you're tuning in live or you're watching later in the day, or maybe, maybe it's a week from now. But this will bless you today. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We are going to we're going to start our our conversation with just touching on yesterday's message. I always like to reflect on on what we learned about yesterday and and see if anything from yesterday's message impacted you or maybe caused you to look at something differently. I'm I'm always intrigued to hear feedback or or a praise report. So if you experience something or you get you get one of those aha light bulb moments please feel free to reach out and say, Cody, that, that just clicked for me. That was, that made so much sense. So yesterday we talked about being a limited addition and we learned that because we, we are a limited addition, we have, we were created for a purpose. And once we became born again, we became this this person that now has a, a specific purpose that needs to be fulfilled for the kingdom and that only God can use you for that specific purpose. Yes, there's plenty of people on this earth and, and, and yes, there, there are, are an, a, enough Christians that, that we could touch everybody, but there are specific purposes for you and for your life. That's what we learned about yesterday. So if you didn't get to watch that or didn't get to watch it in its entirety, go to that YouTube channel. It's right up there in the description. Click there and you'll be able to watch that video and learn more about how you were created to be a limited addition. So to this morning, what we're going to talk about is the 23rd Psalm. And, you know, growing up, I can remember my dad was, if any of the scriptures, it would be John 3.16 and it would be the 23rd Psalm. And, and and those were, you know, that's what he knew. He wasn't overly, you know, it wasn't overly spiritual where, you know, we were going to church, but he knew the 23rd Psalm and he knew John 3.16. And, and so, you know, the 23rd Psalm has always, always been one of those just, pillar verses and and i just saw the landmark is like a statue of liberty it's it's one of those where if, if i were to say the 23rd psalm just like if i were to say this the statue of liberty you you immediately most of us can immediately get just the first at least the first line the lord is my shepherd and and it, it's it's one of those that it's just it's a statue of liberty it, it is a symbol of freedom and what we're going to do today is we're going to we're going to read the whole scripture we're going to read the whole chapter and then i'm going to break it down for you and i saw this i don't know how long ago but i was i was praying this morning i said god what 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 do we need to hear today what what do we need and <laughs> strangely enough my bible was literally open to psalm 27 and i was going to do that one and then I was I was just going through and skimming, and and there was Psalm 23. So without further ado, let's hop into this. This is going to bless you, and and some of you may have heard this before, and some of you may have not. So if you haven't heard it, share this video, share this message. 
All right, 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and your love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that that's that translation is a little bit different than because I learned it KJV. I, I can remember the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So it's a little bit of a different different breakdown. This is New King James Version, so it just has a little bit easier words to understand. But what I want to do, what I want to do is I want to break down each line. So we're going to go line by line and we're going to we're going to see exactly what this means and then we're going to do one other thing with this later and then we're going to get you on your way to start your day so let's start with the first one the lord is my shepherd the lord is my shepherd what that equals is relationship relationship so if we think of a shepherd and, and shepherds are so are so rare these days in, in the time of David, who was writing this, David was a shepherd boy. So David was a shepherd, and his responsibility was tending to the flock, was tending to the sheep. So what a shepherd would do is he would go out, and, and he would literally take these sheep into the green fields, into where the grass, so, so he could provide for their needs he could he could give them the supply the food that they need and then he would take them and give them the water that he needs and then as as he's caring for the sheep he's also going to be scanning the horizon for any dangers that may want to attack the flock so the lord is my shepherd what i want you to think about when when you hear the lord is my shepherd is that is is that he is watching over you he is leading you to where the green grass is he's leading you to the water and we're going to see that in just a second so the, the lord is my shepherd that's relationship he deeply cares about you and he wants to have a relationship with you if if he doesn't have one with you already i shall not be in want I lack nothing. That's what my Bible says. I shall not be in want. That is supply. Lack nothing. I shall not want. That is supply. And I, I really want you to stop and think, have you ever, ever been left needing something that God didn't provide for you? And if you, if you can say yes immediately, then we need to have a conversation. And was that really a situation that you should have been in? But it clearly tells us, I shall not be in want. God will supply what we need. What we need, not want. I want a brand new car. 
I need a car to get me from A to B. I want a bigger house. I need a roof over my head. Are you getting it? I want a lot of money in the bank so I can go spend it however I want, but I need to be able to pay my bills and survive. I shall not be in want. He will supply our needs. He makes me lie down in green pastures. That is rest. That is rest. And if you go back to the idea, the, the, the mental picture of being a shepherd, the shepherd is, is taking you into the green pastures, one, to eat. He's providing you for your needs to eat. But laying down in green pastures, you have to understand, green and white. A white sheep is going to stick out in the green grass. But it says he makes me lie down in the green pasture because I know that he's always watching. He's always, he's always scanning the horizon. He's always looking. He's always looking for the attacks of the enemy. He's always looking for something that is going to harm you or is going to, to take your life. He's always scanning. So he makes us lie down in green pastures. That is rest. That is peace. He leads me besides, or beside quiet waters. That is refreshment. Refreshment. It's that cool water. It's, it's the water that, that's flowing. It's not stagnant water. It's not water that, that has the, the junk and, and, and it's disgusting. It's, it's, it's the quiet waters. It's a little brook. It's a Babylon brook, but it's fresh. It's, it's going to refresh you. And not only think about this too. Think about when, if you've ever camped next to the water. Or think about this, the sound machines, because my son sleeps with a sound machine. One of those, one of those is a babbling brook. That's the sound. It's like a, just a small stream rushing. He, he leads me besides quiet waters. That's refreshment. It's refreshing to our soul. He restores my soul. That's healing. That's healing. The healing power. Of God, so if 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 something happens, if if the sheep gets into a thorn bush, a thorn uh, bush, or or maybe hurts their leg on a rock, the shepherd is going to tend to that. He restores my soul. He's going to put healing. He's going to bring healing into our lives. He guides me in the path of righteousness. That's guidance. He's guiding us. He is taking us on the path that we need to go on. He's helping us avoid the danger. He helps us walk on the straight and narrow path, not the wide path that leads to destruction. For his name's sake, that is purpose. This is what we talked about yesterday. This is, it, it, this is tying into so many of the different messages that we've talked about. His namesake is purpose. Purpose. This is what we talked about yesterday, limited edition. You are a limited edition. You have a purpose. You've got to walk in your purpose. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and, you know, we hear this, we hear this a lot at, at funerals. 
but but the shadow of death is it, it could be it could be just testing and trials testing and trials and and that is where our faith is built in, in the testing and trials and we've talked about this in james one we've talked about it. we've done two videos on testing one video on testing and one video on trials testing brings perseverance and trials leads to life if you don't succumb go back and watch those videos i will fear no evil it's protection the armor of god i will fear no evil i have i have no reason to fear evil because i know that that shepherd is watching out for me the armor of god i don't have to fear today because i'm going to put on the armor of god for you are with me in hebrews it says he will never leave nor forsake you you are with me he is with me that is faithfulness you may not feel like he's with you all the time but i can promise you he is always there i can promise you 100 percent. no doubt in my heart he is always there faithfulness your rod and your staff they comfort me people don't like this one people don't like this one you know why it's discipline it's discipline what happens a, a sheep if you think about it they're not very intelligent they're not I'm not being rude they're, they're just not they're not a smart animal and sometimes the shepherd's got to whack the sheep right on the hiney and say you're not supposed to go in there that's a bunch of thickets and thorns it's going to tear your coat up and you're going to get scratched and you're going to bleed sometimes sometimes you've got to get the staff and the rod right to the hiney you you have to and we also talked about that in another video and it talks about that in hebrews that that god will he will um, discipline his children because he loves them hebrews 12. so that's discipline that's what that's what a good parent and a good shepherd is called to do is the discipline now this is this is just wonderful you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies that is just straight pure hope that no matter you you may feel in the darkest valley you may feel like you're 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 battling a goliath right now and you say god i don't know i don't know i've never been tested this much i've never i've never had an enemy this big but this psalm it just it says you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy what that breaks down to is hope if you go back and look at the story of david and goliath you know david had hope and david had faith in god and said who is this man that defies the most high god my god who who is this man and and with five stones he takes out Goliath and, and one stone. He picked up five, but one stone. That is hope. No matter what battle and what, what valley you're in right now, God has a feast, a table prepared for you in front of your enemies. 
He's, he's, it's hope. Trust in that. You anoint my head with oil. That's consecration. That's going along with what we talked about yesterday, being a limited edition. Consecrating means designating for a certain task. David was also anointed with oil by Samuel when he became king after Saul. He was anointed with oil, and that is just consecrating. It's setting it apart. It's saying, this one is special. This one is one of mine. And, and when, when, you come to, when you come to know Jesus and you come to have an experience with him and you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, he anoints you with oil and says, this one is mine, Father. This is, this is the person that I went, went to the cross and died for. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. That's blessing. That's blessing. The blessings that we don't deserve, the blessings that, that, that come out of nowhere, the, the blessings that can only be explained by God. Blessing. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. Security. Security. Knowing that you have a place to go. Knowing you have a father and a shepherd that love you. That will care for you. That gives you a warm place and a dry, a dry place to lay your head at night. Forever. It's the last one is forever. This is forever. It's eternity. It's eternity. We have this for eternity. What I want you to do, and, and I, I need you, I, I really need you to do this with me because I'm going to be doing it. I, I had this written on the tablet of my heart, but some other things have gotten in, and I need to rebuild my Statue of Liberty in me. Remember, we, we referenced Psalm 23 as, as a monument. It's, it's, it's one of those monuments where anybody in the world knows what the Statue of Liberty is. I say that loosely. Most people in the world know what the Statue of Liberty is. And, and the same thing with Psalm 23. So I want to rebuild that statue in my life. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to commit to reading this at least once a day. At least once a day. Until it gets inside you. And you don't have to read it anymore that you can quote it. Because we just learned how packed this what is it? How many? I don't even know how many how many lines it was. I'm getting back to it. Six verses. Six verses has all of that packed into it. Will you commit to that? Will you commit to that with me? Read it. Read it in the morning before we start devotion. We start between 6:30 and 6:40. So go ahead and read it. Get up at 6:20. Up. Oh, I got to read Psalm 23, and then before you go to bed at night. But I, I promise that if you can get this written on the tablet of your heart, it will change you. And it's going to change you and it's going to change your surrounding. And it's also going to change your viewpoint of your Father in heaven who loves you so very much. So will you commit to that with me? Will you, will you commit to saying, yes, I am going to read Psalm 23. I want it written on my heart. Will you do that? Good. I knew you said that. I knew you would say that. 
so that's what, that's what I have today. I, you know, that was for me, that was just a beautiful reminder. I'm going to send this video to my dad so he can watch it because this is one of his favorite scriptures. And will you, will you, let's finish out in prayer and we'll get you on your way to start your day. Father, we thank you so much for your, for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your provision. Father, we thank you for, for Psalm 23, Lord, all of this packed into one little verse. Lord, we praise you. We, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father, for being our shepherd and what that means. Lord, we thank you. We know we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve your goodness. But it's because of your goodness that, that you bestow it upon us, Lord. Let us not grow weary of doing good for you, Father. Like it says in Galatians, for in a time in need, you'll bear good fruit, Father. So let us keep pushing on. Let us keep trusting you as our shepherd, Lord. Let us not get down or, or distraught because we need discipline, Father, but because you are, you are helping us to, to just be a better son and a better daughter to you. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for all the promises that are, that are packed in Psalm 23. We thank you that you're going to help remind us and, and to imprint this word on our heart. And, Father, we, we just give you all the praise and the honor and the glory. We thank you that your mercies are new every morning. We thank you that the blessings that you're bestowing upon us, Father, even though we don't deserve them, we thank you for your abundance. We thank you for preparing a table in front of our enemies. We thank you for leading us beside still waters. God, we could just we could say this as a prayer to you and remind ourselves of your goodness. Father, we put on the full armor of God, the protection that you provide to us. We are ready for battle today. Lord, lead us where we need to go. Father, give us divine appointments so we can carry revival with us. Lord, we love you so very much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank you to those that were tuned in this morning. We thank you for Ginger tuning in, Miss Whitehead. You've been so faithful. Thank you, Miss Whitehead. Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Uh, Christopher. Good morning, Christopher. Chris. Hi, Anisha. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Scott. Hi, Ginger. Good morning, Stephen. You're in Tennessee. Stephen's watching from Tennessee. And good morning, Amanda, watching from Rabin County. Amanda, we're praying for you and that baby. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking this video. I pray that this just blesses you abundantly today. If it did, feel free to share this. Get this message out to someone else that needs to hear the hope and the good news of Jesus. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning.